Welcome to the Sober Gay Guy Podcast. My name is TJ and I have no idea what's going on, but I do know that I'm doing my best and that I'm feeling it all along the way. Join me and my friends and listen in on our sometimes serious, but most of the time ridiculous take on life and how we're trying to figure it all out along the way. Join me and my guests as we talk about addiction and recovery, our family, our kids, uh, sometimes our other friends and the jerks on the road that we really want to just run over with our cars. We'll laugh. Sometimes we'll cry. Most of the time it's just going to be fun. So pull up a chair, pour yourself a cup of coffee, maybe a cold bubble water and join us and join in on the fun. We're glad you're here. We're all important. Welcome back. Thank you once again for listening to episode six, segment one with Dana on Monday. Today, you are picking up um, segment two, episode seven with my friend Dana. So uh, in episode one, you remember we talked about an awful lot of Dana's trauma and uh, how she overcame that trauma. So we're going to finish up that conversation here. The first probably 15, 20 minutes of today's episode um, and put a bow on that. And then in the last 40 minutes or so, we really lighten up the mood and um, just joke around and talk about uh, some parenting stuff and some entertainment stuff and laugh our butts off and <laughs> I don't know you get to know us a little bit more you get to know me a little bit more and now Dana and some of the ins and outs and uh, maybe some embarrassing stuff too so enjoy today's episode you can also watch me uh and the sober gay guy uh sober gay guy podcast over on youtube so do a search for the sober gay guy over there and you can like and subscribe be sure and share this information with your friends too so enjoy today's episode uh keep your eyes peeled for friday's episode um which um will be dropping and that is um, a TJ Talk episode. So it's just me talking. And uh, Friday's topic is on shame. So won't that be fun? And uh, enjoy. Thanks so much for being here. There now. <laughs> now I hit record. That's okay. You'll be all right. And now we're back. And now we're back. I didn't just hit play. No, no, not at all. So you are uh, technologically a genius. Hey, that's real cute—the face of your watch. Isn't it's it? yoga poses. It is yoga poses. Oh my god! There's this app called Facer. Facer, if you're hearing this, you can go ahead and send the check in the mail. There's Siri. She answered. Um. Um, yeah, it, it, it allows you to like download different watch faces sure. other than what's available from Apple. It's adorable. Thank you. I found it yesterday. Well, we did our job and we made the first half. Third-ish. Whatever. The first third. Yeah, because yeah, this could be an hour and a half. Easily. We could make it several. <laughs> though you are on a timeline. 
I mean, sort of. Yeah. But we did make the first portion of this. Curious. Yeah, well, I mean, there we is. did our job. Yeah. I will, I can... will just add, though, that, um, you know, I was not, because I only stopped drinking like five years ago, I was, at the time, I was still working as a rec therapist, uh, had just left a nursing home job that, honestly, I was shit at. I was terrible at. Um, because I was hungover all the time and, you know, you can't manage. Now, were you a shit mom and a shit employee because you were hungover? Yes. Because I was a shit dad and a shit employee, though I don't think I was really that shit of an employee. Okay, tell yourself that. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I probably was. I mean, okay. Um, for different <clears throat> reasons. I, in addition to being hungover. I was hungover, and if I wasn't hungover, I was drunk at home, and I wasn't dealing with my own stuff. Right. Which then, how can you, if you don't, if you're not centered... How on earth can you hope to help other people or manage other people? And right. that's how I found out that I was not meant to manage a department in a nursing home. Mm -hmm. I did it for two years and I was terrible at it. And I just am eternally grateful I didn't get fired, though I should have been. Like, I never did anything harmful, but I was terrible. Yeah. Um, Were you crabby? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a bitch. And uh, my, my, my staff, I'm still in contact with some of them, and they are amazing human beings, and I'm so glad that they put up with me as long as they did. But then I started consulting, and I was like six months into consulting when I decided to get sober. Um, and I saw a radical change in how I managed myself professionally. Mm. Like, I was so much better. You like your job more? Did you? I, I loved it. And then parts of it you it. probably hated too. You know what? Sometimes I didn't like the travel. Sometimes I didn't like to go into some of the places I was consulting at because... You didn't like it as much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't as shadowed. Well, it's, it's, you know, when you're consulting for leisure services for nursing homes, you have to remember that nursing homes operate on a shoestring budget. Mm -hmm activity and leisure services departments get like a specific dollar amount per resident for the month. It's never enough money. So I could make suggestions and I could make suggestions, but if they didn't have the money, the staff to do them, I mean, I was, I was talking to a brick wall, not because the brick wall didn't want to listen. The brick wall didn't have anywhere to go mm. with what I suggested. So, um, that part was frustrating. The endless driving oh, got right. tiring. Oh, consultant. Forget yeah, it. like I would be in, you know, three, four different places sometimes within a couple of days. Sometimes I'd be in down in like Decatur, Springfield area for a day and a half and then have to drive all the way home, tired and crabby. And broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, when, my, when the, the company I worked for ended the consultation division and I was suddenly out of a job, I felt like I could just, okay, now I can devote myself to yoga. And I finished my teacher training and now I'm teaching at, you know, Yoga on the Block. I'll be teaching regularly there soon. I've got some stuff ha happening at some other studios. So it's a, another opportunity to reinvent myself. Sober. With the same sarcastic humor that I am well known for now. <laughs> And what I was going to say 
is when what I noticed about myself when I was drinking as a horrible parent, maybe not necessarily a terrible parent. Well, I was a I certainly wasn't my best parent as a parent Understandable. when I was drinking <clears throat> um, and as a spouse and as an employee was, and I didn't recognize this until I quit drinking after a few weeks, is that I became way more patient Yeah. because everything I was doing during the day as a drinker was getting in the way of the, fl- of the five o'clock bell Yeah. of me pouring my first yep. drink. Yep. Because I did not drink on the job well until my last job right. before I quit drinking because we all drank on the job. Mm-hmm. Everybody drank on the job. Yeah. And it was during that job that I realized I needed to quit. Yeah. Where I was, yeah. whoa, whoa, and during COVID, everybody knows that by now. God, I can't just... I'm you sorry. know, and my, my, my starting to get sober was a little bit different. Mm. Um, yes. Your, yeah. can I say? Yeah. Your kids told you. Like, whoa, mommy. I had been thinking for like, and saying for probably about a year before then that I think I'm drinking too much and I think I need to stop and I think I need help. And And those are whispers, right? Not, they don't, they start as whispers and you're, yeah. And this is one of the things that people ignore too much. And I want everybody to hear this too. So you've heard me say that it's <clears throat> that the genetics speak and that it's passed down and mm-hmm. generational and it's in your DNA and the trauma's in your DNA and yeah. the drinking is in your DNA. And then this is the other part that's really important because I have people in my life who are wondering whether or not it's time. And I have people, I know people who have been telling or asking themselves whether or not it's time. Mm-hmm. When you're asking yourself, it's time, it's time. You don't have to quit immediately, but it's like quitting smoking too. Yeah. I mean, it took me several tries to quit smoking. It took me several years to quit smoking cigarettes. And even now I'll smoke one here and there, but I don't need to ever go back to it full time. Right. When you just try it. Right. You can go for a day. It's an experiment. Go for five days. See how you feel. See how how hard it is. You don't have to quit cold turkey. I right. recommend it. <laughs> Same. Right. I'm a lot of a lot of people that have a drinking problem can't change the way they drink in order to become a better drinker. Right. You don't become a better drinker. Right. Alcoholism is a disease that is progressive. Yes. It only gets worse. Right. And like I had been saying, I told, you know, a couple of people in my life, um, I think I need to stop. I think I need help. And unfortunately, the response that I got was, oh, it's not that bad. Or, oh, you're fine. Or, But wait, uh, there's a wedding in two weeks. You're not going to have as much fun. What are we going to do? There's a birthday party. Or, you know, I and I think it's because the people that I was approaching for that help they worried that that meant that they would have to stop also. Oh, sure. Or that yes. it reflected on them oh. that I suddenly had a problem and they didn't recognize it. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, that, they what does of... it say about me if I'm not, you know, if I'm not noticing or I'm not helping? Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, and then it took our oldest, mine and Paul's oldest kid. This was, you know, five years ago. I'll never forget it. I will never forget this. It was August 17th, 2017. I had just cracked open a beer. Paul and I were getting ready to like make dinner. And our oldest sat, was sitting at the kitchen table and just looked at us and said, I think you drink too much. And 
you know, there was some scoffing and. All right, we're adults. Nobody needs to tell us. Um, They just continued with saying, you know, mom, you scare me. Mm. And oh God, all of those, all of those things that you were telling yourself, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah, and they, suddenly they flash in front of your eyes. Yeah, and suddenly I have my, you know, ten, ten and a half year old telling me, "Mom, I'm not okay with this. I don't feel safe. You're scaring me. I'm afraid of you." Huh. And I poured it out and didn't go back. Or didn't you worked on it. Um, no, I I stopped. Um, and I did a lot of talking about how I had stopped because that was a way for me to reinforce it. No, you're a therapist. Yeah. I went through um, an online, uh, like, kind of self-help recovery system called Smart Recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I plug. Got, yeah, right. Shameless plug. I got really into, um, like, Buddhist meditation, specifically Zen meditation, um, with uh, a, a sangha in the city. Ancient Dragon Zen Gate. Did you just call me gay? No. Ancient Dragon Zen Gate is... Oh, my mistake. Buddhist community. Right. Um, and, yeah, I just I just quit. And I've had a... I mean, I, I'll be honest. When I'm stressed out, because I have two teenagers, I still want to drink. Oh, God, Like, yes. it's every day. Mm-hmm. I want... I'm like... Just... If I got loaded, I wouldn't feel the frustration anymore. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to feel, and I wouldn't have to care. Um, and we should unwrap that. We sure. should talk about that for a minute. Sure. At least, while since it's there, yeah, it doesn't go away. Mm-mm. It gets, it gets more palatable. Yes. It gets easier <clears throat> to deal with because yes. it's out of our system, and it's just like smoking. Before we went on our break. I got emotional and wanted to cry f- with you and yeah. for you, talking okay. about the the things we were talking about. And all I could think about was I just wanted to smoke a cigarette. Gosh, this is a moment where I wanted to just smoke a cigarette. Because it's the stress it's the and stress. It's, a, it's an opportunity it's just to just turn that what switch off. I couldn't off. do for a cigarette right now. Yeah. And it, so for people that are considering quitting drinking or, or are newly in newly in sobriety yes you do absolutely want to reach and get a drink you want to crack open a bottle yep. of beer you want to crack open uh, a bottle of whiskey you want to go on a bender and you want to Suck drink down a, like five gin and tonics sure. which i was famous for making really right. good ones one of the things that is important is that you don't idolize what you had done in the past yeah that is also very very important it is because yeah you don't sit in celebration of the kind of person that you were and man i wish i could do that again those were the days yeah they were the days remember what you felt like in the morning yeah it well, fucking sucked well and you know you knew like for me i knew that what i was doing to myself was bad was bad and yeah. wasn't helping right and was wrong and now we do want it and this is the minute at a time, hour at a time, yep. day at a time. Because you know the time. other side of it. Yeah, we do know the other side of it. And I keep that in my head is that I do know the other. I know what that looks like. I know what it looks like to have my kids look at me with fear. Yep. I know what it's like for me to want to. I got really angry when I was drinking. Oh, yeah. Really angry all the time. And God forbid my kids wanted something. 
God damn it. it <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and I, it, 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 it never got to the point where, like, I was beating the shit out of them. But it, it, they were getting in the way of what you were doing. Yeah. So Understood. I do what you said a minute ago about patience. I have more patience. They would disagree, but they're also not. They're, dealing, they're, they're teenagers. teenagers. So, I mean, that's, that's a whole other thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm much more involved. I mean, it was so bad that when the kids had an event, mm. at like a, a, I think it was like a, a Christmas s- program at, at the Catholic school, I had a big cup of coffee with Dunkin' Donuts coffee in it. And I had thrown Bailey's or Kahlua oh, or something sure. in Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm sitting in the church. Yes. In the church. Yeah. Sucking down whatever alcohol I threw in my coffee during this kids program. Yeah. I understand that. And like, what? Like, who the hell does that? Uh, right here. Right? Yeah. No, no, no. no. Wait, I don't want to high five. Um, I did it. Yeah. And then you get home. You can't get home quick enough. Because that way you could keep drinking. For sure. You got home on time. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you want to hang you out with your earlier. friends after? No, kick, no. Kick. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm more present. I am more patient. I... Well, you're also a yoga teacher, too. So. I am. Um, <laughs> but I also, like, I enjoy cooking for my family now. Um, and this is people, places, and things, too. Yeah. Right? So you do, and that's part of recovery, you too. You fill that time with other things you that are positive. those things. Yes. You, yeah. you uh, rearrange the people. You remove the people from your life that oh, yes. made you or were with you when you drink. It can be temporary. For me, it's permanent, and it some has of them to are be. permanent. Yeah, most of them have to be permanent. Yeah. If I drink with you on a regular basis, or even semi regular, regular, if I hung out in your kitchen on like a Tuesday afternoon, all the Tuesdays, you know, and I was hammering beers and had had three in me before five o'clock, I don't. Have I'm any... sure you're a lovely person, but we don't talk anymore, and there's a reason. Yeah, you're you're always going to be out of my life. Yeah. And it's the places. Yeah. See, um, I, that's not as difficult for me. Well, that's good. I have less of an addictive personality uh, than some, than I would say maybe 40, 40% of people. Yeah. I'm, I have a very, uh, I, I have that. I can go into bars. You know, and I can go into bars. I can go into restaurants with bars. I can go into bar bars. I have not been in a bar bar since I quit drinking mm-hmm. and I don't know that I will ever go into a See, bar I wonder bar. if I would have an anxiety attack sometimes I probably would I just I if somebody wants to hang out with me let's go get coffee I don't have any need to go into a bar right I'm not if somebody invites me into a bar let's uh let's go get coffee next week instead yeah and that's, that's my go-to that's actually especially leaning into autumn <gasps> I know right oh but yeah I haven't been in a bar and I will not yeah, I don't have any. We don't have any. That's just it. We don't have any use to it. Use for it. Yeah. Why so not? let's change the subjects. Oh God, fine. Uh, just kidding. Yeah. Sure. What's up? Midgey. She's over there snoring. She is. Y'all she's can't such a cute see puppy. the old lady is she's here. She's not snoring because she's an eye is open. Well, she's a lady. She is looking at us Hi, like, girly. oh, see. Oh, she now heard us talking. <laughs> Sorry, pudding. 
Go back to sleep, baby. <laughs> Put that head back down. There you go. What a good girl. My old lady Midge is here. Fred and Dwayne are in Michigan, so it's just Midgey. Midgey on, on the floor. I think she's still waiting for crumbs of the treats that Dana brought. I could have brought Goose over, but he would probably annoy the crap out of her. I mean, she has a one-year-old brother, Fred. Yeah, but Goose Who's 100 is... pounds. Well, but and on her all the time. But Goose is a Jack Russell, so he's got a little bit of that little dog syndrome also, even Reason though he's face. old. He, he, well, he, when we got him, we rescued him from a family who was going to... Oh, it's oh, fucking no, not funny. Okay? It's oh, not it's funny. Why funny. do they call it the funny bone? Because it's, it's funny to me. It's fucking not funny. <laughs> they call it funny because of the humor. It's that humorous. humorous. Jesus Christ. The family that had Goose was our Jack Russell was going to dump him at a kill shelter. Oh, that's sweet. Because people are amazing. Oh, she was, no, she wasn't at a kill so shelter. So I but. found him on Craigslist, and we had just lost a dog. Yeah. And I brought Goose home, and Paul was like, uh, no. And six months later... Doesn't he know that he's not winning that? There's, he never does. <laughs> he never does. <laughs> husbands. Speaking Sorry, of honey. husbands. Yeah. Uncoupled. Oh, my God. See, I told you. You it's warned sex me. in the city for gay people. I and I'm not like I'm I am not gay. I can't take it. But if you're looking for a lighthearted, not meaningless Dana, trite. It pissed me off. Garbage. Like it it's for the gay people who who love the National Enquirer to me. And that's probably a rude categorization and I'm probably offending some people. <sighs> you know, I'm grow up. If what? that's offending you, grow up. I'm not gay. I can't talk about what it's like to be gay. I can talk about what cheap, shitty entertainment looks like, and that is cheap, <laughs> shitty entertainment. I liked the first maybe two episodes. Yeah. It went downhill. Uh, you know, so many of them do, though. So listen, Neil Patrick Harris knows better. Should know better. Way better. It was. And honestly, uh, no wait. No I offense. have notes. He looks... Like he was rode hard and put away wet, like they he's, say in Southern Illinois. Skinny. Okay, so here's he my notes I have written every down. Every old guy branch. Typical gay. So it was the like typical gay culture. Yes. All sex. All everyone's drunk. Everyone's doing drunk drugs, ketamine and ecstasy. Yep. Everyone, only every everybody just goes to a big expensive nightclubs and big expensive re restaurants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone lives in a big expensive apartment. I mean, they lived in Manhattan. What, he got that apartment on a, he's a realtor. Right. So, of course, he got that big expensive, by the way, uh, every, anybody who's listening who hasn't seen Uncoupled, number one, don't see it. Number two, uh, spoiler alerts, don't listen any further. Fast forward, hit 15 by five, hit the 15 second fast forward five times right now. The biggest, what, he got that expensive apartment, it was on sale from a woman who died. And it was right. under towels and it was under sheets for how, like years? Bullshit. Fuck that. Well, and the balcony, I'm sorry, the veranda. Ugh. One, Fake. I'm sorry, it's a balcony. Nobody. You lives. are not in Italy. No. Don't fucking call it a veranda. So stupid. You... Dumb gay. It's, 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 it's pretentious. Stupid fag. It's pretentious. I can say that. You can. Right. Expensive vacations. Bullshit. I mean, nobody. No, no. People uh, Single do. gay rich men live like that. And Well, and other people, we see it all the time. How many people like do these things that they genuinely cannot afford? Because they can't afford it. And then they're complaining about being broke. 
It makes them feel better about themselves in the meantime. An untethered and unafraid of commitment. I was so annoyed by this man's, he was so, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm still grossed out by it. He had the worst self-esteem. Yeah. He was so desperate. No concept of himself. No. I mean, he was a successful wanted. realtor. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris as, the, as a person, but that man is a character. And then you saw the dick pic. I'm like, this man should be confident. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the other And th- a really nice apartment that he got in the divorce. Yeah. So here's my other stupid. thing with him. Unrealistic is, uh, Well, they weren't married, remember? I don't care. They were together for 17 years. Basically. It counts. Yeah. Um, all I could remember thinking is, Neil Patrick Harris, you are too old for this. And? You're too old for this role. I can see the crow's feet. And who the fuck is 50 or 55 and going out to these banging nightclubs with you a bunch of young people? mean his ex-boyfriend. Like, well, he's 47 in real life, I think. Right, but I mean, it... it nobody. Nobody nobody goes out like... I at, don't. Until 3 o'clock in the morning? On ketamine? There is... I'm sorry. There's like... There's there's oh. some kind of desperation or something there. It smacks of desperation. It To me, now there's going to be a culture... There's a culture out there that maybe some people... This is the sober gay guy. There's going to be a culture that is going to disagree with us. Yeah. Fine by me. That's fine. Call me a washed up gay man. I have a friend who has been married to his husband for, I think, 10 years. And we're 19 years. A friend of mine who is, like, I, I've known him since high school. And, you know, they're they're young. They don't have any, they don't have any kids. They don't want any kids. Which, by the way, if you don't, if you're not 100% sure that you want children, do not have them. Yeah. Unless you're you're not going to be doing yourself or those kids any favors. No. Anyway, um, like, and they, I mean, they smoke pot, but that's it. Sure. You know, they'll drink on occasion, but they're not going out to clubs. They're I mean, I age. did that. We did that. I did it when I was 21, 22, no 23, kids. and 24. But this but man is, I mean, they don't, it's. It's gross. So. Honestly, it's gross. Right. I give it two thumbs down. I give it a 10 out of. 10 hard pass. <laughs> 10 out of 10 hard pass. I would rather... Oh, man, I was going to say I'd rather carve my eyeballs out with a rusty oh, spoon, no, no, no. but that's doing a disservice it. to the rusty spoon. <laughs> I would rather eat stewed vomit than watch that again. Ew, God. Oh, I can go there. Oh, that's I can get real so gross. gross. You're welcome. Ugh. Well, yeah. I, don't, I didn't enjoy it. Neil Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris, Harris knows better. better. Netflix knows better. No, they don't. They've lost so much money. They have to appeal to something. And if trotting out some bullshit gay, you Sex know, in the City. Sex in the City is what they think is good. So, you know, some dumbass. I should look up and see how many criticisms they've gotten. Some dumbass was in a marketing meeting or whatever. Like, it was like, Bing! we should do gay, gay sex, sex in the, the city. city. It'll make so much money. Everybody <laughs> loves Sex in the City. I hated Sex in the City. I did like it, but but this was before hated kids it. and when I, we were still I, going out and drinking. No, I I hated it. Yeah. I, I watched maybe five episodes. I tried it again. Eh, sorry. I'm, I can't relate to somebody who's going to walk down the streets of New York City wearing a pink tutu and you're not a fucking ballerina. Sorry. 
Well, <sighs> uh, um, oh God, I'm moving on. So I'm going down the list. Everybody, who's that's listening. fine. Uh, Do it. Um, I have. This is gross. I can't wait. Is this the the thing you alluded to, the rat poop? Yes. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this because. Oh, but though maybe I should do the five love languages, or should I just go to rat poop? Let's do rat poop because I think we may need a time to recover. So you know we have a love, we have a lake house. Yes. And um, bougie, and so we have yeah. we have a lake house, and J- Jonah and Dwayne and uh, Freddie went up to the lake house, and <laughs> we had been away from it for a couple of weeks. Sure. We've had this place for five years. We have done so many. We did deep, 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 deep cleanings of it. And we have not had a rodent problem. Well, I'm sure they have come and gone, but yeah. we haven't seen a rodent problem um, in the four years since our first year. Okay. The first year we did, but since then we haven't had a problem. We've done everything we can to abate the problem. Yeah. We were gone for a couple of weeks after the 4th of July. Dwayne and Jonah and the dog went up. And the day after Dwayne calls me or sends me a message and says... Well, the mice are back. The peanut butter crackers have been eaten through, but it's interesting because, um, (coughs) and I'm paraphrasing, I'm adding to the paraphrasing because he would never type this. Uh, The crackers have been eaten, but the peanut butter was left. The cereal box uh, has gotten eaten into blah, blah, blah. Spaghetti was eaten, this and this and that. And he gave me a list of the things that the mice had gotten into. Um, so they went to the grocery store and -hmm. they got new food Mm -hmm. the next morning. (laughs) Oh no. Jonah wakes up and he pours himself a bottle, a a bowl of cereal. cereal. He eats it in the living room. Dwayne is going for a walk with the dog. He comes back down and he puts the bowl on the kitchen counter and goes up to the apartment to play video games. Dwayne comes back from the walk. And sitting on the counter is a bowl of milk, and floating in the bowl of milk is mice poop. (laughs) Oh, Jonah. Apparently, I mean, do I have to spell this out? The mouse had gotten in there and eaten the cereal and then decided to take a big shit in the mouse poop, in the the box of cereal. Oh, Jonah. Well, Jonah didn't know. Well, right. He just eats the cereal. I mean, what kid would, what kid would? And I'm having flashbacks. What kid would? Of when I was a kid and I ate Raisin Bran from Piggly Wiggly. And I, yeah. I ate Raisin Bran from Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) I don't know. My mom comes in five minutes later and and floating at the top of the cereal in the the bowl of milk. Our mealworms. Oh, ew. My mom lost her damn mind. She calls the doctor screaming. My son's going to die. It's just mealworms. I mean, protein. But of course, I'm like, well, mouse poop, mealworms. Okay, so have you... So, All I can think is Black Plague. <laughs> right? Well, mm. He hasn't died. Well, then I think it's okay. Let's just not repeat it. <laughs> they left. They cleared the pantry. They went to the store immediately and got Tupperware everything. Okay. Poured all of the perishables and dried goods into Tupperware with sealed lids, you know. So my Yeah. And probably got bait, right? Oh, yeah. The Please snap God. traps. Okay. So... Because so, at this point, we're just killing them. We're not going right. to, we're not going to humane, we're not going to like offer them a hotel and we're not going to do the slime traps. Yeah. 
because those are cruel. We're just going to kill them. Yeah, we, you know, okay, two things. One, about bugs and eating bug poop and stuff like that. I have eaten carpenter ants before, and here is why. So I used to work at a camp. Wait, was this on purpose? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) So here's the thing. Um, (laughs) Southern Illinois University is affiliated with um, a camp. The, I believe, I have to keep messing with this nose ring. It's annoying me. Oh, maybe it's a nose ring I'm seeing and not a booger. Yeah, if it's metal, oh, that's the nose ring. Oh, it's a nose ring, not a you boogie. You had me. <laughs> I had you picking your nose thinking it was a booger. It's okay, it's a nose I ring. pick my nose a lot. Well, it's a spirally thing. Yeah. I got it. Go ahead. So Camp Little Giant is the what one. What a cute name for a camp. Isn't it? Yeah. It is one of the oldest, if not the oldest, camp in the Midwest for kids and adults with disabilities. It's like a respite summer camp um and one of the kennedys was like a helped rose started i'm sure rose kennedy along with uh glenn freeberg somebody anyway i mean if you say um, glenn fry i'm gonna start singing songs please don't okay (laughs) um anyway i worked there for two summers um and my friend Evan, who was like a super, you know, outdoorsy dude, was also in the therapeutic rec program. Yes, Amanda, Katie, and everybody else. I'm talking about Evan. Um, I want to say it was him that was like, yeah, you can eat carpenter ants. They taste like sweet tarts oh, no. and they have protein. Uh-oh. Just don't eat the head because that has the pinchers. So on, I just like, sure, fuck it, why not? This I wasn't even it. a dare. You just believed him? I just believed him and he's right. Oh, you're they pretty. They taste like... <laughs> You're so pretty, Dana. My Polish is showing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I did. I'll never do it again. Well, I hope not. But did they taste like sweet tarts? Yes. And did the head bite you? I, I held it at the head, squished the head, and ate the rest of it. So you killed the head. You should yeah. have just eaten the head. I mean, the pincher was dead at that point. No, um, no. Oh, because you believed him that the yeah. head was still going to yeah, pinch you. Like, you know, again... <laughs> So I'm not as gullible as I used to be, but sometimes. Mm. Anyway, so I've eaten carpenter ants and they weren't that bad. I ate a sea urchin in Morocco and I don't recommend it. You said hard pass 10 out of 10. Hard pass 10 out of 10. It tastes like what I imagine a sea baked shit would taste like. <laughs> okay, so. Scoop so, it out of a dog's asshole, put it yeah, right in a right? bowl, and put it in the oven and bake it. Oh, it did have um, pimentos in it. I mean, that solves everything. Which, by the way, you've seen... Uh, Ted Lasso. Yes. The girlfriend calls them olive clits. <laughs> I'll never call. Oh God. Um, I'll never call a pimento a pimento ever it's again. They're olive, olive clits from now on. Ah, uh, I olive hate olives. Clits. I hate olives. They're disgusting. I love olives. No. Um. um anyway. Five love another, languages. I had another part to that, but I lost it. Whatever. Yeah. I'm moving on to five love languages. Okay. Five. Five love languages. I don't think we need to talk about five languages because I'm still learning about them. Okay. Do you know what they are? Yeah. What are they? They're the different... Do you know them specifically? I Okay, so I know some of them specifically, but basically they're the... They're, they're how people receive and give love. Yes. Right? Or express it. So like there's uh, acts of service. Yes, that's there's it. There's touch. Yep. Um, or intimacy. Intimacy. There's... Yeah... There's some other shit too. So what are the five basic love languages? The five basic love languages, right. Words of affirmation. Right, I suck at that. uh, Acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Now, I sway 
away from all intimacy because I'm a heartless person and I don't like love. I mean, I like love between friends and children, but anything that has to do with like romantic love, I mm -hmm. really am. You have a hard time with. I that's do. Okay. So words, my two love languages, I have two, which they say you should have two, okay. are words of affirmation mm -hmm. and acts of service. Okay. So I don't need you to say you're beautiful and amazing and you're, thank you. You're like, God, you're good looking and you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. I need, thank you for mopping the floor. And gotcha. gosh, okay. the bathroom looks really nice. And I really appreciate that you're such a good father. Okay. Or uh, yeah. things. And then acts of service are, I need somebody into my life other than me mm -hmm. to make a fucking bed. Yeah. How about you? What are your five love languages? <coughs> of the five? Of the five. So. No, of the seven. <laughs> yes, of the five. <laughs> Um, okay, so it's changed yeah. over time. It used to be uh, like receiving and giving of gifts was a big one, except for me. You greedy bitch. I am. Um, it started, so there is someone in my life that uh, gives excessive gifts or buys things for me or us that. Ooh, off camera, I want to know who. Uh, he will. Um, who thinks that that's how they can express love. I know who it is already. But Go on. that person, those that that person doesn't actually see me or acknowledge me for who I am, or the people that they also choose to give gifts to. Yeah, you've got it. Um, so that actually is a turnoff to me now. Um, I will buy if I see something that like really speaks to me and is like, oh, this person should have this thing, then I will absolutely get it for them. Got it. Um, so it's no longer that's not one of them anymore. That's not one of them anymore. Um, because it wasn't really mine. It was what was kind of put on me. Uh-huh. Um, intimacy is a big one. It's still there. It's That is still there. It's not... It, and it doesn't have to be like physical intimacy, although, I mean, I do enjoy that. Yeah. Um, but also emotional vulnerability, being able to be vulnerable with this people. This is part of intimacy. Yeah, for me, yes. Um, knowing that people can be vulnerable with me uh -huh. And they can feel safe doing so is oh is, is very special for me. Um, to me, that is part of intimacy. I know it's it does it say physical intimacy. No, this isn't it part does. of the love language. You're going way way. I'm going. You're going uh, off. Sorry. Script here. Okay, so my love languages are. Um, I would say quality time. And uh, acts of service. Wait, physical touch would be intimacy. Physical, yeah, physical touch is there too for sure. Only that can only be from a select group of people. That is that is not like I don't want any rando coming up and touching me, and you know that we've had that talk. Um, and I think quality time is the intimacy part. Yeah, quality time, In, like for me, is that's the intimacy part. Yeah, um, acts of service. Oh, Mitchie's having a dream. Mm, I wonder what she's right. dreaming about. Dogs and chasing Blueberry cars. Muffin. Could be. Oh, Midgey, are you dreaming about blueberry muffins? Probably. Should I wake her up? Do you think it's a bad dream? I, you know what? If she's, I think she's okay. Don't wake her up. I mean, if she starts running in place. Then you wake her up. I'm turning the camera on her. Oh, good. Uh -huh. <laughs> and sending it into AFV. Wait, okay. is that show on TV anymore? Yeah. Yeah. The guy who played Carlton on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Oh, he runs that now. Yeah. 
So, so acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. Mm -hmm. I guess I can have three because I'm special. Well, I'm happy for you. My my acts of service though are not like. I mean, I'll fold laundry even though I hate doing it, and it'll take me forever. And the yeah. other day, I was folding laundry, and mm -hmm. I think that the laundry I was folding was giving me energy. And I, yeah. God, I wish that could happen for me. Oh no, it if, was I was if, Dwayne's. It was Dwayne's laundry, and I think the he was pissed when he was wearing the clothing that I was folding because <laughs> it was making me mad. Oh, I'm okay. Like, I gotta okay. stop folding this laundry because I think he had a bad day when he wore these jeans. Yeah, no, I. Um, it's so stupid. I hate folding laundry. Like it's a weird tactile thing with my fingertips. It mm -hmm. drives me crazy, especially mm -hmm. like towels or socks. Oh, that's my favorite thing to fold. I'm like, um, my husband will laugh at you if you say Dana folds laundry all the time because Excuse I me. don't. But for me, acts of service is um, when. Paul's socks look like absolute trash and have holes in them. I dispose of those quietly and magically new socks appear. Oh, um, that's, do you think that's one of his love languages? Is you buying him new me, socks? Well, me taking care of him. Oh, so but that's him. That's me taking care of him. That's me doing something so he doesn't have to worry about but it. This is love language that you receive, not what you do. It's both. Oh. Because for me, taking care of him is a huge thing. Like, I love doing that for him and the kids. The kids are, you know, whatever, Mom, you didn't buy me the right color t-shirt. But Paul is like... Well, your youngest is a tween. <coughs> and that's on this list, raising kids that are tweens and teens. 12 years old going on 46. <laughs> um, yeah, because I have a 12-year-old too, as yeah, you know. And... They're great. But for my husband, Paul, he has told me upteenth times that he really loves how I take care of him. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, so that's very affirming for me. That is very nice. Um, and things like cooking dinner, a, 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 a from scratch, whole foods, healthy meal that people will love and that nourishes them, for me that's an act of service. Hmm. And I went into rec therapy not to make money because there's no money in that, but it was because my very first job was working at a day camp for kids with special needs through Fox Valley Special Recreation. I think I was like 15, first job, didn't know my ass from my elbow. I fell in love with those kids. Right, so caring for people. Yeah. Hm, look at you. A regular Giver. Mother Teresa. <laughs> Please tell that to my children. They will laugh. The picture you posted of your oldest for the first day of school, I, it's nice to see that those one size leg pants are back from 1992 or four. Like, oh, you mean the, it's not quite a flare, but it looks like... The leg, know. the thigh, the size oh, of the thigh all the is way down. all the way yeah. down to the ground. And they just, like, you can fit a, a toddler, hide a toddler in one you leg. You could fit a suitcase up there. Yeah, not even a toddler. Like, like you could fit another teenager like in one leg. Like a freaking carry-on suitcase. Uh, so when did those come back? Recently. I haven't seen a teenager recently, I guess. So those are back in style? Apparently. What are those I, called? I, I, they called them, like, what was it? 
Just I call them stupid. Wide I, leg. I'm, I'm very un. I don't like them. Wide legged carpenter pants, flares, floods. I don't know, but to me, I just feel like they're club pants. Yeah, you're gonna walk home, and if you walk through some mud, you're not just gonna bring like your pants. You're gonna bring half the fucking block full we, of mud home with you, right? Because that's gross. Any deeper than knee deep, you're sinking. Yeah. Although there's oh well. So Paul was in the Navy, right? And the uniform pants for the sailor suit are yeah. like that. I know, but at least they were, I mean, I mean sexy. That, that's, that's a matter for debate. I don't like them. Na- I didn't, I, di- I mean, I didn't know Paul when he was in the Navy. I'm scrolling through my phone right now because I need to show you the badass. Remember picture. what I told you. You can just hit your picture and there oh, are all the photos. You know what? You're right, but it's not even in this message thread. So I'm doing a thing that You're I so should do. Smart. You are incredibly smart and I think it's amazing. Let me look through. See, See? all oh, okay. This picture. Isn't that badass? What in the world? Your child is so talented with art. Yeah. That is your bathroom. That is my bathroom. So everybody on the other side does not see that Dana's bathroom has wood planks Mm -hmm. on the ceiling of their bathroom. It's so cool. And it's maple, and it's maple finish, and I'm crazy for it. And you have, I love your mirror, because it's like illuminated from the back. Yeah. Well, it's not illuminated. It's, we have like a... A long, bro- it almost looks like a broken halogen light. I love it. Type of thing. And I your fan it. light. Yeah. I don't think I ever recognized that Opie has such nice eyebrows. I know, right? Are those your eyebrows? No. Those are from Paul. Those are Paul's eye. Those are Paul's eyebrows. My kids are exceptionally gorgeous children. Now, your cabinet is almost like mine. Ours is from... Um, uh, Lowe's. Lowe's. Ours is from. I think it's from Menards. No, ours is. We from saved big money. We have a Menards. cement. We have a cement basin sink. I do love that. Yeah, ours it's really is nice. like, you know, marble granite. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. cement basin. It's whatever. <laughs> so I have two more things on here to talk about. Okay. Um, I don't want to talk about the next one for very long. Olivia oh, Newton-John. God, I'm sad. Rest in peace, Queen. I'm so sad. She was 73. We have had, I know she was, she was just a couple years younger than my mom. Um, we've had some pretty like significant losses this year. Mm. Betty White was at the beginning of this year, right? I think. Um, or right she was 99. Then. I know. She lived a very long life. Olivia Newton-John. I mean, it's not like she deserved to die because she no, lived a long not life. No, but... um, Olivia Newton-John, and I'm waiting because these things happen. What are you place. waiting for? Who do you think is next? These things, I, I can't say because you're going to punch me. I won't punch you, but it's I might It's what gasp. I'm worried about. I might do the gay gasp and clasp my I, pearls, clutch my somebody pearls. Somebody needs to put Dolly Parton in butt- <gasps> bubble wrap. Why would you ever say that? Don't you see this book behind you? I know, a cross I know. Woman. Shush. <gasps> I warned She's you. She's not ill. There's nothing wrong with her. I think her... She sleeps in an oxygen tank. For I Christ's think sake. her top heaviness is going to send her careening down some stairs. <laughs> I love her. I have always loved Dolly Parton, but between the heels and the fact that she if it hasn't happened in her seventy-six <laughs> years of living, she's getting older though. Balance goes. She's carried by two people wherever she goes. <laughs> I don't know. 
I hope it's not her. Why would you ever say that? <laughs> Can't you say Donald fucking Trump or Matt we Getz? Wouldn't, we wouldn't be that lucky. Oh my God! You We're have not to say that her. Lucky. Don't say it again. I don't take want it back. It to take these back. Please. I take it back, Dolly. Don't Shh. hurt me. Okay, now kiss the book. Oh God! I do love her. I do, and that's why I'm like, because it's. I loved Olivia Newton-John, and I adored Betty White. And oh, you know what? If these things happen in three, it's threes. It's going to be somebody who breaks my fucking heart all over again. Oh my God. That's what I'm saying. Tumble out of bed, stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition. And you don't know the nine to five song? Uh, yeah, I do. Not to but not. I'm not going. I mean, to... I'd be okay with Lily Tomlin before. Yeah, before for sure. Dolly. Jane Fonda can go too. Oh, Jane, she's had her vagina rejuvenated enough. Um, I don't know. I think she's. I'm just not going to sing for people because I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> not that mine was any better. Well, I'm sad that Olivia died. Yeah, me too. She fought the good fight. Absolutely. And, breast uh, cancer's a bitch. metastasized breast. I mean, it was met- yeah. yeah, yeah, metastatic breast cancer. Yeah, Ugh. it's it's horrible. Yeah, she legend, mm-hmm. legend. Um, and then, um, maybe it'll be somebody with a penis next. Like yeah, Clint, we could use the, de- I know, mean, Clint I don't wish Eastwood this for anybody, could, well, he's, he's 98. He, I mean, Clint Eastwood is 98. I think so. I don't know if he's, he, I mean, I'm sure he's up there. I mean, now you gotta com- look it I up. have a computer right here. So why don't I look? C-L-I-N-T-E-A-S-T Wood age. It's nice to have this here. 92. 92. I mean, it could be him. Have you seen his legs? No. Oh God, he has terrible circulation. Oh. Oh. Clint Eastwood. Now I'm going to show you. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Are they worse than my legs? Uh, Are you kidding me? My legs are terrible. Let me see. Oh, that's not a very good picture. No, it isn't. Anyway, don't worry about it. Um, And now our last topic. Yeah. And it was, I thought about it when. Because I Did have you hurt not, yourself? Are you okay? I'm going to be okay. I Do know there's no smoke tylenol? coming out of my ears. I took my ibuprofen okay, before you got good, here. Good, 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 good. Um, I thought about it I, this the other day uh, because I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't bought the Sister Project <clears throat> new candle yet. Autumn. Autumn is almost here. <gasps> I know. Autumn it's favorites. my favorite season. There's, I love autumn. So I can I. wear my fluffy socks. Yeah. Um, fluffy sweaters my chunky sweaters and i just got a new one on our trip to um my husband's and my trip to portland maine which is lovely and i can't wait to go back yeah it's like an old school like ski sweater Mm. oh it's you're gonna die when you see it well i hope i don't die i mean to just see it once and then croak yeah okay maybe not that would be bad um I love fall. I don't do pumpkin spiced anything because that is so played and so gross See ya. Bye. Um, no, I made myself stick on pumpkin spice lattes. So you did it to yourself. I did it to myself. And now I can't, I can't handle it anymore. What do you think this is? What do I think what is? That, oh, I bet it was the sticker. It's a, a sticker. Um, fall favorites. Your shampoo smells lovely, by the way. Thank you. Every time you lean towards me and then go back. It's, uh, it's some organic thing from that I got at Whole Foods. Oh, it's nice. Thank you. Um, fall favorites, chunky socks, big sweaters. Clearly not pumpkin spice. No. Freshly French pressed coffee. Where did you buy your French press? On? Amazon. 
I'm not done talking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Freshly pressed coffee with somebody I care about on my front porch. That's nice. Yeah. Hiking. Mm. When it's like just cool enough, but not super like gross swampy assy, and it's not too cold. What's your favorite trail to hike down there in the southern suburbs? Because um, you're in Palos. I'm in, yeah, Oklahoma. Close to Palos. Actually, my favorite up here is Matheson Oh, State it's gorgeous. Park. Yeah. Um, if we were in Southern Illinois, I have like a, a list of 15. Not um, the Starved Rock murders. No, the, uh, because, uh, and have you seen that program? No, no, I don't watch Star creepy stuff. Oh, we've had this discussion. Yes, I don't do creepy stuff. I live for it. I understand. And some people love it. Me. I need to like not. I, we have so much negative stuff happening. It doesn't happening. depress me though. It I, it causes me anxiety. I feel prepared when I watch it. Okay, yeah. I just I horror movies. Nope. A friend of mine <clears throat> went to Starve Rock mm -hmm. uh, the other day with her kids and I think a couple other kids. By yeah. the way, I'm just you're gonna have to pause because I'm taking over this for a moment. Mm -hmm. um, hi, Rebecca, if you're listening, Rivka Fitz, and. She took pictures of her kids up into the little cavey thing where those moms from Riverside were murdered and their oh, bodies were snapped. Wow, really? They were stashed up in that little cave. And I almost posted on the picture like, oh, that's where the bodies were stashed, right up there in that mm -hmm. little cave. That's where the Riverside moms were stashed. Not creepy at all. But I wasn't going to post that. But I so now should. you're just going to put it on the podcast for her to hear and like internalize. Well done. Um, anyway, Southern Illinois does this thing called color fest no. every year um and they have a bunch of wineries and stuff like that um where the fall colors when it hits in like december no beginning of october because it always hits the <laughs> southern the more southern portions first when those oh trees yeah what change, am i thinking of course like being in Garden of the Gods or Giant City State Park and you're on this Garden this, of the Gods in Colorado? No, Garden of the Gods in Southern Illinois. Oh, yes, I there didn't is know there one. there was one there down there yep. down there. Yep, and there's also actually my first my favorite hiking spot is actually a place called Fern Cliff. Huh. Um down there, but when you're standing on this rock ledge and you look out and you just see this this popcorn plethora of different colors. Oh, it's beautiful. It's the most amazing thing huh so but yeah up here matheson i like matheson better matheson it's got beautiful it's got the waterfalls and it's not as crowded no it's never as crowded and we <clears throat> the colors up in michigan get oh. just as gorgeous i mean they get gorgeous everywhere but we're so like we're so in the city ish here it's yeah. hard to like you can't really appreciate no. it and there's state parks that are right on <coughs> right mm -hmm. on Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. I mean, what that? Jeez, and you just are hiking on Lake Michigan mm. with the orange and the yellow and the awesome. pink and the oh my lord and that fresh air that's right off the water mm -hmm. and the, I mean, there's really nothing like hiking right there on Lake Michigan. It's just so it's breathtaking. What that? The, my uh, favorite. Hmm? I wasn't done. Oh, <laughs> go for it. God, I'm rude. Oh, yeah. Um. But my last favorite thing about fall, last favorite thing, mm -hmm. going to sleep with the windows cracked just a smidge and then waking up 
and it's that crispness is there and you're like you know my okay so my comforter my down comforter comes out october 1st my wool socks come out of hiding october 1st i hate to be cold but i love that there's just like a snuggly i understand yeah. okay now i'm done I forgot what's, what I was going to say. No. What's your favorite part about <laughs> autumn, TJ? Uh, my favorite thing about autumn is wondering when it is I can put up my Christmas decorations. Oh, are you one of those? I am one of those. That's what about right. it, we, Dana? we do know about this. Uh-huh. We've had this conversation. I'm already watching videos of snow falling and listening to Christmas music. Oh, that's so sweet. It is sweet. I, no, no, no. Um, putting in just the smell of apples and autumn mm-hmm. spice and the, uh, the, pumpkin spice coffee and you know I have seasonal decorations and the yeah. seasonal decorations start in September right well my birthday is also in autumn right which is like my birthday should be a celebration for the masses it is <laughs> um, but yeah so I've always had like an affinity for fall right you know, that when I was a kid going back to school, that new school excitement, you know, just everything. It's just cool. It's just my favorite. It is my favorite season. It's not my favorite season, but That's I do okay. look forward to it. My favorite season in spring. I like spring. There's a lot of rain, though. and I don't like Oh, that's one mud. of the things yeah. I love so much. Not necessarily the mud. Yeah, but I love, I love a good thunderstorm. Winter, I could absolutely do without, and Bite I think it's hilarious that I, Christmas is one thing, but like from December twenty, okay, Sixth. since I don't drink, from December twenty sixth until probably what it's usually like March first through the fifteenth. It's just gross. That is pretty gross. There's, you know, it's slushy and cold and slushy. disgusting it's, and freezing. I mean, the snow isn't pretty anymore. It's gray and gross. Unless and there's just, a blizzard. Yeah, and then if there's a blizzard, well, it's better beautiful. get to the store because every store will be out of bread, eggs, milk, and condoms. Toilet paper. Oh, condoms. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Well, this has been a slice of heaven for me. <laughs> I pray you don't lose listeners. That's, I mean, that's where you went. That that is where I went. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I am an acquired taste for many people, and I know that. Uh, but no, this has been awesome. I think people will get a kick out of it. I'm very honored and touched that you asked. Me. Well, don't be honored until I, honored. I know I haven't lost listeners. Listen, I'm just Linda. Sweet. Listen, Linda. Ah, uh, well, listen, Mildred. Well, I definitely, <laughs> you can call me, that's funny that you called me Mildred. I know. Um, I'm definitely going to have you on for another episode yeah. of an unnamed episode as of yet. Okay. Listeners will find out um, someday. And, um, but I loved this. This was awesome. It was very easy. I mean, we could go on and on and on and on. And on. We, you we know, probably will at some point. We, we absolutely could. Yeah. yeah, and I generally it. try not to edit ever, so I probably okay. won't. Oh yeah, leave the 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 blurbs and all the little ramblings in there. Absolutely. Yeah, I, it makes it more accessible. I think. Yeah, I want people to hear all of it. Yeah. I mean, the video, I'll, I'll edit. I'm sure, but I try not to edit anything. But the picking the nose is the part that I won't edit, Dana. Please don't, because in. people need to see the real me. Yeah. 
But yeah. I loved having you here, and thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you for, for the coffee and the muffins. This was great. I can't not bring you coffee. I know you're so sweet and thoughtful. It's not even. And my muffins. That's no, not my money I'm spending. And thank you for the muffins. Want to give a plug to whom you got it from? Okay, so uh, Sips and Sweets in downtown Riverside is where I got the coffee and some pastries and these. God, they're so good. The muffins are good. Mm -mm -mm. And the oh, coffee is good, too. The coffee is fantastic. I mean, Sips and sweets. Run for your money, Starbucks, on the coffee. They're great. And, um, and downtown Riverside. Downtown Riverside. And what I, I Homemade Pop-Tart. Yeah, I love Lemon downtown raspberry Pop-Tart. Oh, my God. That was so good. Ugh. My favorite is the almond croissant. So I'm not croissant. What the hell was that? Danish. Danish almond Danish. And your name is Dana. Well, my nickname is Danish. Has been, was for years. <coughs> um, it was good. Yeah, that's the blueberry muffin, the chocolate chip muffin. I still have half of. Yeah, that was good. Thank you, Sips so, and Sweets. Thank you. And before I go, um, this episode uh, you're listening to it now. It's being recorded on Friday, but this is being dropped on Monday. And uh, what's that? Oh yeah, Monday. Okay. I'm dropping it on Monday. Okay. And um, drop it like it's hot. I'm dropping drop it like it's hot. hot. And uh, at the end here, I wanted to thank Adam Moyer. And Adam Moyer is uh, the creator of my new uh, Sober Gay Guy trailer music. So <gasps> Sweet. That you heard at the beginning of this episode in my trailer. So thank you, Adam. And you'll be hearing new blurbs of music from Adam Moyer. He is a good friend of mine that I met at Trader Joe's. And he's an incredible artist and editor of music. And... Um, all of music that you'll hear moving forward, um, probably over the months here, is going to be from my dear friend Adam Moyer. Uh, so he's doing some work for me with that. So, Dana, awesome. I just love you. I love you too. And I love our friendship. You know, I love the for, easiness of it. Yeah, for, for not knowing each other very long, it feels like we're too. I, I feel like you're an old soul that yeah. my soul has known for many lifetimes. I agree. It's. Yeah. Every every friendship has a purpose and our certainly does. So Absolutely. thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. You're gonna have to get out now though. <sighs> well, I know when I'm not wanted. <laughs> thank you, Anymore. listeners. We're all important. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I'm so appreciative of your support. You taking the time to listen to my podcast means the world to me. Please feel free to leave me a rating or a comment on Spotify or Apple or any one of the platforms that I share my podcast on. I would be happy to read them on the air. If there's something you want me to hear or something you think I could do better, I want to hear that too. Thanks again for listening. Take care. I wanted to take a minute to talk about Anchor. This podcast is sponsored by no one, but made possible by Anchor, a Spotify company. Anchor is a free podcast building platform that teaches you to create, distribute, and monetize your podcast for free. Anchor has built-in recording, uploading, and editing tools so that you can easily publish your episodes and then distribute your new podcast to the most popular podcast listening apps with the push of a button. Anchor believes everyone's stories can and should be heard, so they're giving creators around the world, from first-time podcasters like me to pros, 
a wonderful, powerful platform to share their voices. So if you're considering starting a podcast, check out Anchor.